Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Napoli versus Liverpool in the Champions League. Oh boy, um, the match literally just ended three minutes ago. As you can tell from my voice. I don't sound ecstatic, do I? I will explain why I do not sound ecstatic. But anyways, so a tricky away to Napoli is a hostile ground in Italy. After this is the big game on Sunday. So in the lead up to this game, everyone was thinking, oh, what should we do? Um... Should we rotate? Should we play a strongest side? But Klopp opted to go with what he felt was the strongest possible side. So, in goal, Alisson, left back, Robertson, centre backs, Van Dyke, Gomez, right back, Trent Alexander Arnold, in midfield, Wijnaldum, Milner, and Keita. And up front, the front three that usually play, Salamane, Firmino. Right, so the noticeable change, Henderson was dropped to the bench. Cater gets his European debut with Liverpool. Alright, so the game starts now. And let me just say, this pitch isn't the greatest, but I ain't going to blame the pitch. It was just... I think the first 15 minutes were very lacklustre from Liverpool. We looked very, very slow. Not, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even say it's tiredness. It can't be tiredness, it's October. It's October, it can't be due to tiredness. But like, the fluidity just wasn't there. I don't, I, I, from both teams, not even just Liverpool, for the first 15 minutes. Um, I remember Wijnaldum gave a ball away cheaply, very cheap, and it started a Napoli break. And there was another moment when Wijnaldum slipped, like, Gerard-esque. Haha, <laughs> yes, I used the Gerard reference, since everyone else decides to use it. He slipped and it started another Napoli attack. Um, when it came to trying to support the front three... Fucking hell, man. Mo Salah is not Benteke. I don't understand why I was seeing long diagonal balls into Mo Salah for him to chase. Do you know who he's against? Kolibai. Who is just going to win these headers all day. All day long. It's not going to be a problem for, uh, for Kolibai. He only had, I think he had a yellow card for something, but that's because he caught Trent Alexander-Arnold slipping and knocked it down the byline, passed it by him. He tried to knock it past Van Dyke, but he tried to slide. He slid into Van Dyke and got himself a yellow card. So my first thought was, okay, Liverpool can now kind of put pressure on Koulibaly. This was not the case at all. I think... Yeah, we just kept using Salah as a target man when he's a winger. It doesn't make sense. I won't even say... I can't even say Salah had a bad... I mean, it, 
it was a it was very dire like oh gosh i don't even know how to describe it Firmino was just i don't know man Firmino didn't really impose himself and this is the thing with having a false nine in games where if you're not testing the keeper if he's off what are you doing off the ball if you're a false nine and off the ball he wasn't really pressing napoli's back line wasn't really pressing their midfield either. Sadio Mane, good lord. He could get into good positions, but when he picks up the ball, he's taking five, six, seven, eight touches just to do one simple transition. And it's killed the fluidity of the game. It killed it in the first half. Kill ah, it's so frustrating. James Milner. He's 32 years old. Today, in that first half, he played like a 32-year-old. He didn't... It was like... Okay, I picked the ball up. Let me just knock it down the byline. The front three will do something, right? And Cater, who got injured 20 minutes in. Nobody knows how he got injured. But um, he just fell to the ground and felt something in his back. And he had to come off on a stretcher and Henderson came on. So, I think Cater is out of Sunday if he's on a stretcher. I don't know what the severity of that injury is, but that's what it was. Um, Henderson came on and this is where I got really, really frustrated. I would like to see his pass map because sideways, backwards... Sideways, backwards. When there was a chance for some fluidity and he was in a position to do it, he'd go backwards. He played the wrong pass every time. Now, our back line in this first half. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Jesus. I know you are 19 years old. You're a teenager. But that first half... And I'll get into the second half later. It just wasn't enough. All Napoli's attacks were coming down Trent's Alexander-Arnold's side. He just wasn't switched on today. He was not switched on in that first half. When we were on the ball... When we were on the ball... Um... Yeah, sorry, my mind went blank for a second. When we were on the ball, he was not doing enough in the final third. A lot of these stupid diagonal passes, or he would kill attacks, or he'd try to cross it in, when our front three are all below 5 foot 10. So what's the point? There's just no point whipping balls in. And Ospino wasn't threatened. He was not threatened at all. In terms of attacks in the first half, I saw nothing. Um, Robertson, it was kind of like the Chelsea game again. He'd get sometimes he'd get caught out on diagonal balls, but he'd read, he would make sure the person was offside, which was Insigne usually. Yeah, and Milik was pretty much nullified in attack. Van Dijk and Gomez, Allison, they can hold their heads up high in that first half. Gomez was amazing. He had no fear dribbling past 
um, the front line of Napoli to create some fluidity. Van Dijk doing what Van Dijk does, just bossing it as per usual. And I remember Alisson made one or two kind of half-decent saves that um, I was impressed with. So in the second half, I was just thinking, hopefully Klopp would have told him, let's step it up a bit. I know the pitch isn't great, it's a hostile way, but come on, let's show some urgency. Did we see this? Absolutely not. Did Trent go from bad to worse? Absolutely. Let me tell you what Trent was doing in this second half. He was not even playing as a fucking right back. He was playing centre-back. Joe Gomez was playing in two positions, centre-back and right-back, because every time Napoli were on the break, it'd be down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side again. Again. Gomez cannot do the workload of two people. Eventually, this will catch up on us. And Napoli were feeling it. They were getting more confident. They were getting more confident with their attacking plays. They were testing the byline a lot. They were getting through. It, it was much easier for them to break through our midfield than it was for us to make a a, a fluid attack on Napoli. Um, Salah again was being used as a target man, which made no sense. Give this man the ball on the floor and give him a decent ball, something to run onto. There was just no creativity there. You can see in this game, you could tell we were lacking Oxlade-Chamberlain. We were lacking Cator. We were lacking a Phil Coutinho replacement, maybe in Fekir if that hadn't been messed up. Or, or, or some sort of alternative because there was literally no creativity happening. We were just happily passing it sideways, backwards and just long balling it. And it was just like, we were asking Napoli, come on, hurt us, hurt us. And Napoli were like, yeah, you want to be hurt? Yeah, all right, go on then. We'll have you a little bit. And Ancelotti smelt that opportunity to hurt them was there. What did he do? He made two substitutions. He took off Milik. He brought on some... Uh, I can't remember the name of the striker. And he also brought on Mertens. So he made two attacking changes. This was in the 60th minute. So Ancelotti is like, I need to go for this. Because my next game after that, I'm playing PSG twice. I'm playing PSG twice. And that's a game I need to win. That's a game where I definitely need points. And he realised against Liverpool... We need the points because we drew away to Red Star Belgrade. Um, yeah, and Klopp didn't do any substitution until... Uh, about the 70th, 75th minute. And then Napoli were really stepping it up. They were really stepping it up between the 67th minute. I remember... Um, Alisson had to make a crucial save. I almost thought that um, the rebound would go in, but Gomez was first to react to it, cleared it for a corner. Every time crosses were going in, we just kept clearing it for corner and corner. Every time we tried to get on a counter-attack, it would just break down that so it would just break down that quickly. It was so frustrating to watch. And then um, the first big scare... Once again, another attack coming down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side. The ball is whipped in. I think Hamsik shoots and it hits the crossbar. Insigne tries to jump and get the rebound for the header. 
Van Dyke barges him out the way and then we clear it. And then I was, after that, I realised Napoli deserved to win this game because in the second half, have we hurt Ospino? Have we even had a, a, a clear-cut chance? One clear-cut chance? No. So when Klopp realises, OK, Napoli, after the two subs, have, have been threatening, uh, let me bring on Fabinho and solidify things. So Milner came off because he played like a 32-year-old man in midfield tonight. And Fabinho came on. And to be fair to Fabinho, he was cleaning up. He was making sure it was ticking. He did what he had to do in there. I cannot complain that Fabinho. But the work rate as a team in that second half, when it came in transition from defence to attack, was just not good enough. Um, And then... With about... And then it was around the 86, 87 minute. We're looking to bring storage on now. So Klopp's thinking, Chelsea, will he do again what he did last time and get a winner? So, storage comes on for for Sadio Mane. Um, yeah, he comes on. And then I remember from... Salah, Salah and Sturridge just looked like they didn't want to bother pressing. Sturridge should have come on. I didn't see Sturridge sprint. You're playing for four minutes. You cannot sprint at least for four minutes. You're telling me you can't? These half-hearted jogs, I know, I know your pace has gone because of the injury history. But impose yourself. Show, show Napoli's defence. I'm here, fam. But he didn't do that. So Napoli passed it round the back. They part and from a throw in. They knocked it round to the right side. Somebody loops a ball over Robertson, and then it's another Napoli attack. Um, they square it across the box, and Dres Mertens. No, sorry, Insigne taps it in, beats Allison. Eighty ninth minute goal, one 0 Napoli, and I was. I couldn't even be that angry. I said to Napoli, I, I tweeted, fair enough, Napoli, they deserve it. They wanted it more. They wanted the fight more. And, um, yeah, after that, full time, we lost. We lost to Napoli. So, I'm not happy. I know it was a tough away game. But even in tough away games, you show your grit. And, um, this is also, and, and also, this was, this was, um, this was pending. This performance where we play in gear one, gear two and lose was going to happen because it was going to happen against Chelsea. Sturridge scored a fucking screamer to prevent that. And the next thing you know, Napoli bagged a winner. Last minute winner against us. There was no fight in us today. And I still haven't seen us play exceptionally off the park where we counter-attack teams off. Oh, like like it's nothing. I haven't we didn't I haven't seen that at all this season. And I'm not even gonna say oh West Ham we did that. We didn't counter attack West Ham. We just played them off the park. Last season we got so many goals because of our counter attacks. But we we can't our fluidity is just not there this season. And maybe it's the Oxlade Chamberlain injury. Maybe it's the assistant coach not being there. This time round. The brain as Bulav is called. But. I'm worried. I am worried. And Klopp's game management. In the Napoli game. Was terrible. 
Stop being reactive to subs. Last season, you rectified that issue. I know there was no squad depth, but his game management was getting much better. But now you have the squad. So if it's not ticking, if it's not working, if there's not a clear-cut chance, you can bring on Shakiri and Sturridge on earlier. What's the worst that's going to happen? What are you holding back from that you have to wait until after the 70th minute to make a sub? What is Fabinho expected to do in 15 minutes? What is Sturridge expected to do in four minutes? Just because he did it against Chelsea doesn't necessarily mean he's going to do it again. Players need to grow into this game, fam. Do you know what I'm saying? And and I'm worried now for Sunday. I know Manchester City have not beaten us at Anfield since 2003. But the way we can't keep playing terribly and getting points... Man City will be licking their lips now because they won their away game yesterday. We haven't and they've had an extra day rest. So, I hope Klopp pulls something out the hat. Honestly, I don't think it's I don't think on Sunday it's going to be the 4-3 that we saw. It's going to be a 1-0 or 2-1 game. You will not see more than 3 goals at max in the, in this Liverpool Manchester City game. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So if you're a better man, you can calmly put on the 2.5 if you want. Or on the 3.5. But yeah, I'm not ha- I'm not happy. The only good thing about this Champions League result is that we played Red Star twice. So that's an easy six-pointer there. I wanted us to draw or at least beat Napoli as a bonus. Because you beat Red Star twice. PSG beat Napoli twice. Both teams are through with two games to go. And then we can focus on our title credentials. But now Man City is a bigger game now. This is our first actual defeat of the season. Yeah, we lost to Chelsea with a second string side. But we played our strongest team and we came away with nothing. Zero points. Now we need an answer. We need a response. And I don't want Pep and Guardiola to be like, ah, we got the one up on you at Anfield. I know at Anfield we need to make it a fortress. If we're going to do the coach welcome, let's fucking do it. I would encourage Liverpool fans to do that coach thing again. Threaten Man City's bus if you have to. Encourage the boys, lift them. This is Anfield where we haven't conceded a goal since February. Imagine the City are going to look to end that. They're going to try and make us attack at the cop in the first half again. And hopefully it will fail again. But we need the answer, we need a response. And I don't think I think on Sunday, Klopp needs to make a bold decision with the lineup. Start either Sturridge or Security on Sunday, please. The front three is not ticking right now. I don't know who you will drop or maybe play Shakiri midfield. This midfield needs creativity. It's not gonna get. We're not gonna get that with uh, Milner, Henderson, and Genie. The reasons why we beat Manchester City, we had Chamberlain, and we had. We had Chamberlain for 4-3, I think. And we had Chamberlain for 3-0. We need... And if Cater... Cater, I I highly doubt he will be fit to play on Sunday. We need that creative spark. So if you're going to... I want you to do that, have that bold position. Maybe play Shakiri midfield. But yeah, um, I'm bitterly disappointed with the result tonight. Um... You can't always stay unbeaten, I guess. But that's football. You win and you lose. So roll on Sunday. And after that is an international break. So let's 
hopefully end this last game with a win. Alright, this was LSE Reactions. This was quite a long podcast, 20 minutes in. Thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully Sunday is positive news. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Napoli versus Liverpool in the Champions League. Oh boy, um, the match literally just ended three minutes ago. As you can tell from my voice. I don't sound ecstatic, do I? I will explain why I do not sound ecstatic. But anyways... So, a tricky away to Napoli is a hostile ground in Italy. After this is the big game on Sunday. So, in the lead up to this game, everyone was thinking, oh, what should we do? Um, should we rotate? Should we play a strongest side? But Klopp opted to go with what he felt was the strongest possible side. So, in goal, Alisson, left-back, Robertson, centre-backs, Van Dijk, Gomez, right-back, Trent Alexander-Arnold, in midfield, Wijnaldum, Milner and Keita. And up front, the front three that usually play, Salamane, Firmino. Right. So the noticeable change, Henderson was dropped to the bench. Cater gets his European debut with Liverpool. Alright, so the game starts now. And let me just say this pitch isn't the greatest, but I ain't gonna blame the pitch. It was just I think the first fifteen minutes were very luckluster from Liverpool. We looked very, very slow. Not, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even say it's tiredness. It can't be tiredness, it's October. It's October, it can't be due to tiredness. But like, the fluidity just wasn't there. I don't, I, I, from both teams, not even just Liverpool, for the first 15 minutes. Um, I remember when Alden, Gave a ball away cheaply, very cheap, and it started a Napoli break. And there was another moment when Ronaldo slipped like Gerard esque. Haha, <laughs> yes, I used the Gerard reference since everyone else decides to use it. He slipped and it started another Napoli attack. Um, when it came to trying to support the front three, fucking hell, man. Mo Salah is not Benteke. I don't understand why I was seeing long diagonal balls into Mo Salah for him to chase. Do you know who he's against? Kolibayi, who is just going to win these headers all day. All day long. It's not going to be a problem for uh, for Kolibayi. He only had, I think he had a yellow card for something, but that's because he caught... Trent Alexander-Arnold slipping and knocked it down the byline, passed it by him. He tried to knock it past Van Dijk, but he tried to slide. He slid into Van Dijk and got himself a yellow card. So my first thought was, okay, Liverpool can now kind of put pressure on Koulibaly. 
this was not the case at all. I think, yeah, we just kept using Salah as a target man when he's a winger. It doesn't make sense. I won't even say, I can't even say Salah the bad. I mean, it, it was a, it was very dire. Like, ah, oh, gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. Firmino was just. I don't know, man. Firmino didn't really impose himself. And this is the thing with having a false nine in games where if you're not testing the keeper, if he's off, what are you doing off the ball if you're a false nine? And off the ball, he wasn't really pressing Napoli's back line. He wasn't really pressing their midfield either. Sadio Mane, good Lord. He could get into good positions. But when he picks up the ball, he's taking five, six, seven, eight touches just to do one simple transition. And it's killed the fluidity of the game. It killed it in the first half. Killed, ah, it's so frustrating. James Milner, he's 32 years old. Today, in that first half, he played like a 32-year-old. He didn't, it was like... Okay, I picked the ball up. Let me just knock it down the byline. The front three will do something, right? And Cater, who got injured 20 minutes in. Nobody knows how he got injured. But um, he just fell to the ground and felt something in his back. And he had to come off on a stretcher and Henderson came on. So, I think Cater is out of Sunday if he's on a stretcher. I don't know what the severity of that injury is, but that's what it was. Um, Henderson came on, and this is where I got really, really frustrated. I would like to see his pass map, because sideways, backwards, sideways, backwards. When there was a chance for some fluidity... And he was in a position to do it. He'd go backwards. He played the wrong pass every time. Now, our back line in this first half. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Jesus. I know you are 19 years old. You're a teenager. But that first half. And I'll get into the second half later. It just wasn't enough. All Napoli's attacks were coming down. Trent's Alexander-Arnold side. He just wasn't switched on today. He was not switched on in that first half. When we were on the ball. When we were on the ball. Um, yeah, sorry. My mind went blank for a second. When we were on the ball, he was not doing enough in the final third. A lot of these stupid diagonal passes or he would kill attacks or he'd try to cross it in when our front three are all below five foot ten. So what's the point? There's just no point whipping balls in. And Ospino wasn't threatened. He was not threatened at all. In terms of attacks in the first half, I saw nothing. Um, Robertson... It was kind of like the Chelsea game again. He'd get sometimes he'd get caught out on diagonal balls, but he'd read he'd make sure the person was offside, which was Insigne usually. 
Yeah, and Milik was pretty much nullified in attack. Van Dijk and Gomez, Alisson, they can hold their heads up high in that first half. Gomez was amazing. He had no fear dribbling past um, the front line of Napoli to create some fluidity. Van Dijk doing what Van Dijk does, just bossing it as per usual. And I remember Alisson made one or two kind of half-decent saves that um, I was impressed with. So in the second half, I was just thinking, hopefully Klopp would have told him, let's step it up a bit. I know the pitch isn't great, it's a hostile way, but come on, let's show some urgency. Did we see this? Absolutely not. Did Trent go from bad to worse? Absolutely. Let me tell you what Trent was doing in this second half. He was not even playing as a fucking right back. He was playing centre-back. Joe Gomez was playing in two positions, centre-back and right-back, because every time Napoli were on the break, it'd be down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side again. Again. Gomez cannot do the workload of two people. Eventually, this will catch up on us. And Napoli were feeling it. They were getting more confident. They were getting more confident with their attacking plays. They were testing the byline a lot. They were getting through. It, it was much easier for them to break through our midfield than it was for us to make a a, a fluid attack on Napoli. Um, Salah again was being used as a target man, which made no sense. Give this man the ball on the floor. And give him a decent ball, something to run onto. There was just no creativity there. You can see in this game, you could tell we were lacking Oxley Chamberlain. We were lacking Cator. We were lacking a Phil Coutinho replacement, maybe in the care if that hadn't been messed up. Or, or, or some sort of alternative because there was literally no creativity happening. We were just happily passing it sideways, backwards, and just long balling it. And it was just like. We were asking Napoli, come on, hurt us, hurt us. And Napoli were like, yeah, you want to be hurt? Yeah? All right, go on then. We'll have you a little bit. And Ancelotti smelt that opportunity to hurt them was there. What did he do? He made two substitutions. He took off Milik. He brought on some, uh, I can't remember the name of the striker. And he also brought on Mertens. So he made two attacking changes. This was in the 60th minute. So Ancelotti is like, I need to go for this because my next game after that, I'm playing PSG twice. I'm playing PSG twice and that's a game I need to win. That's a game I definitely need points. And he realised against Liverpool, we need the points because we drew away to Red Star Belgrade. Um, yeah, and Klopp didn't do any substitution until... Oh, about the 70th, 75th minute. And then Napoli were really stepping it up. They were really stepping it up between the 67th minute. I remember um, Alisson had to make a crucial save. I almost thought that um, the rebound would go in, but Gomez was first to react to it, cleared it for a corner. Every time crosses were going in, we just kept clearing it for corner and corner. Every time we try to get on a counter attack, it would just break down that so it would just break down that quickly. It was so frustrating to watch. And then um the first big scare 
Once again, another attack coming down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side. The ball is whipped in. I think Hamsik shoots and it hits the crossbar. Insigne tries to jump and get the rebound for the header. Van Dijk barges him out the way and then we clear it. And then I was, after that, I realised Napoli deserved to win this game. Because in the second half, have we hurt Ospino? Have we even had a, a, a clear-cut chance? One clear-cut chance? No. So when Klopp realises, okay, Napoli, after the two subs, have, have been threatening. Let me bring on Fabinho and solidify things. So Milner came off because he played like a 32-year-old man in midfield tonight. And Fabinho came on. And to be fair to Fabinho, he was cleaning up. He was making sure it was ticking. He did what he had to do in there. I cannot complain that Fabinho. But the work rate as a team in that second half when it came in transition from defence to attack was just not good enough. Um, and then... With about... And then it was around the 86, 87 minute. We're looking to bring storage on now. So Klopp's thinking, Chelsea... Will he do again what he did last time and get a winner? So, Sturridge comes on for for Sadio Mane. Um, yeah, he comes on. And then I remember from Salah, Salah and Sturridge just looked like they didn't want to bother pressing. Sturridge should have come on. I didn't see Sturridge sprint. You're playing for four minutes. You cannot sprint at least for four minutes. You're telling me you can't? These half-hearted jogs, I know know your pace has gone because of the injury history. But impose yourself. Show show Napoli's defence. I'm here, fam. But he didn't do that. So Napoli passed it around the back. They passed from a throw-in. They knocked it around to the right side. Somebody loops a ball over Robertson, and then there's another Napoli attack. Um, they square it across the box, and Dres Mertens. No, sorry, Insigne taps it in, beats Allison. 89th minute goal, one 0 Napoli, and I was, I couldn't even be that angry. I said to Napoli, I, I tweeted, fair enough, Napoli. They deserve it. They wanted it more. They wanted the fight more. And, um, yeah, after that, full-time, we lost. We lost to Napoli. So, I'm not happy. I know it was a tough away game. But even in tough away games, you show your grit. And, um, this is also, and, and also, this was, this was, um, this was pending. This performance where we play in gear one, gear two, and lose was going to happen. Because it was going to happen against Chelsea Sturridge scored a fucking screamer to prevent that. And the next thing you know, Napoli bagged a winner. Last minute winner against us. There was no fight in us today. And I still haven't seen us play exceptionally off the park. Where we counter-attack teams off or like, like it's nothing. I haven't, we didn't, I haven't seen that at all this season. And I'm not even going to say, oh, West Ham we did that. We didn't counter-attack West Ham. We just played them off the park. Last season, we got so many goals because of our counter-attacks. But we we can't. Our fluidity is just not there this season. And maybe it's the Oxlade-Chamberlain injury. Maybe it's the assistant coach not being there. 
this time round. The brain, as Bulav is called. But I'm worried. I am worried. And Klopp's game management in the Napoli game was terrible. Stop being reactive to subs. Last season, you rectified that issue. I know there was no squad depth, but his game management was getting much better. But now you have the squad. So if it's not ticking, if it's not working, if there's not a clear-cut chance, you can bring on Shakiri and Sturridge on earlier. What's the worst that's going to happen? What are you holding back from that you have to wait until after the 70th minute to make a sub? What is Fabinho expected to do in 15 minutes? What is Sturridge expected to do in four minutes? Just because he did it against Chelsea doesn't necessarily mean he's going to do it again. Players need to grow into this game, fam. Do you know what I'm saying? And and I'm worried now for Sunday. I know Manchester City have not beaten us at Anfield since 2003. But the way we can't keep playing terribly and getting points... Man City will be licking their lips now because they won their away game yesterday. We haven't and they've had an extra day rest. So, I hope Klopp pulls something out the hat. Honestly, I don't think it's I don't think on Sunday it's going to be the 4-3 that we saw. It's going to be a 1-0 or 2-1 game. You will not see more than 3 goals at max in the, in this Liverpool Manchester City game. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So if you're a better man, you can calmly put on the 2.5 if you want. Or on the 3.5. But yeah, I'm not, ha- I'm not happy. The only good thing about this Champions League result is that we played Red Star twice. So that's an easy six-pointer there. I wanted us to draw or at least beat Napoli as a bonus. Because you beat Red Star twice. PSG beat Napoli twice. Both teams are through with two games to go. And then we can focus on our title credentials. But now Man City is a bigger game now. This is our first actual defeat of the season. Yeah, we lost to Chelsea with a second string side. But we played our strongest team and we came away with nothing. Zero points. Now we need an answer. We need a response. And I don't want Pep and Guardiola to be like, ah, we got the one up on you at Anfield. I know at Anfield, we need to make it a fortress. If we're going to do the coach welcome, let's fucking do it. I would encourage Liverpool fans to do that coach thing again. Threaten Man City's bus if you have to. Encourage the boys, lift them. This is Anfield where we haven't conceded a goal since February. And Manchester City are going to look to end that. They're going to try and make us attack at the cop in the first half again. And hopefully it will fail again. But we need an answer, we need a response. And I don't think I think on Sunday, Klopp needs to make a bold decision with the lineup. Start either Sturridge or Security on Sunday, please. The front three is not ticking right now. I don't know who you will drop or maybe play Shakiri midfield. This midfield needs creativity. It's not gonna get. We're not gonna get that with uh, Milner, Henderson, and Genie. The reasons why we beat Manchester City, we had Chamberlain, and we had. We had Chamberlain for 4-3, I think. And we had Chamberlain for 3-0. We need... And if Cato... Cato, I, I highly doubt he will be fit to play on Sunday. We need that creative spark. So if you're going to... I want you to do that, have that bold position. Maybe play Shakiri midfield. But yeah, um, I'm bitterly disappointed with the result tonight. Um, 
you can't always stay unbeaten, I guess. But that's football. You win and you lose. So roll on Sunday. And after that is an international break. So let's hopefully end this last game with a win. Alright, this was LSE Reactions. This was quite a long podcast, 20 minutes in. Thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully Sunday is positive news. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.